The Tao of Self-Confidence, Episode 447. Welcome to the Tao of Self-Confidence, where I share stories of amazing women who have discovered their inner journey to self-confidence. Visit our website at thetaoofselfconfidence.com. Your inner journey to self-confidence awaits. Well, hello, friend. Welcome to the Tao of Self-Confidence, where I share stories of amazing women who have discovered their inner journey to self-confidence. I'm your host today, Sheena Yap Chan, and today I have a phenomenal lady on the show today. She is a brand journalist and also a podcast host for the Brand Journalism Advantage, and I'm just really excited to have her on to share her story with us today on self-confidence. So without further ado, I'm going to introduce you to Phoebe Changchua. Phoebe, how are you today? Maybe you can fill in a little bit more about yourself to our listeners. I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on the show. I have to tell you, I love what you're doing. I think it is so important because self-confidence is at the root of everything we do. It's what delivers all the success in life and all the, the juicy you know, moments that we treasure so much. Well, let me tell you just a little bit about my background and that'll help pave the way. First of all, some people might be going, what's a brand journalist? And it really is a journalist who works for corporations. Today, this is so important. I've listened to some of your past episodes and you've had content marketers and content creators on. So that's really what I do is I create content for brands, typically in the form of video, but also in journalistic storytelling. So I call these VNSs, video news stories. They're stories that are about the brand or more important, they're about something that the brand's audience cares about. So my background as a TV journalist, I became a newscaster in my early 20s right here in San Diego, California. So very blessed to have started my career here. I started first in radio with the public broadcast station, KPBS, and then moved into television because that's the ground that I really wanted to spend the most of the time in. I knew that it would be so fascinating to put words and pictures together and make that in an audio video sense. So I spent most of my time at Channel 10, which is 10 News here in San Diego, the ABC affiliate. And I did news reporting on, you know, tough stories, things that you don't like to cover. So today I say that I've paid my dues and I now work on lifestyle brands. I tell stories about, you know, lifestyle, healthy eating, brands that are making a huge impact in the space of really just changing the world, you know, but in a in a really impactful and powerful way. And so I've started a podcast to help people understand a little bit more about brand journalism. And that podcast is what you called it, the Brand Journalism Advantage. It's at thinklikeajournalist.com. And we've done about 400 plus episodes of people all over the world. And it's been fascinating to see how a formula that I like to talk about a lot is called EC equals MC. Every company equals a media company. And that's something that wasn't happening, you know, 20 or so years ago when I started out in television. You had to go to the television station in order to tell your story on TV. You couldn't just take out your smartphone and make a video and then source it to YouTube or, you know, the different platforms out there. And you couldn't do what we're doing, Sheena. You couldn't you know, have a podcast over Skype. So it's a it's a beautiful world how technology has evolved. And that is all tied together nicely in brand journalism, because at the root of telling a story is asking the right questions, being able to expand that story, being curious, and then knowing the audience that you're sharing with so that it can make a powerful impact. If brands can do that, they can really connect with their audiences. Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing that. And Phoebe, what's your cultural background? 
I'm Thai, French, and English. You know, there's a few other things in there, but <laughs> for the most part, that's what I am. My father is, was born in Bangkok, Thailand, and in his early 20s, he came over to the U.S. as part of the Thai embassy. Um, he met my mother, who was an English tutor at the time, and I guess she did a fine job of tutoring. <laughs> they ended up together. And so eventually they moved from back east and they ended up in Hawaii. This is, you know, before I was born. My siblings were alive during that time. And then I was born right here in San Diego. Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing that. And what would be your favorite self-confidence quote? I love the quote, imagine it and you can achieve it. And I know Walt Disney had a, ver a version of that that helped him create, you know, that magical kingdom we love so much. And so this is sort of modified. And I, you know, I honestly have to say, I don't recall hearing it, although maybe I did when I was a kid, but this is what got me into television is I would always think if I can envision it, if I can just imagine it, then I know somehow I'll be able to put it into place and I'll be able to achieve it. So can't is just not part of my vocabulary. Sometimes it wears me out because I try and strive and do so much. But I just believe that if you really want something, imagine it first and then you'll achieve it. Awesome. And I love that quote that you mentioned. It's true. I believe anything that we can create in our minds, we can make it come to life. Might take some obstacles along the way, but for sure we can do it. <laughs> Oh, yeah. A lot of obstacles, right? But 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 that's where, you know, what's so interesting about that, Gina, is you continue to sort of iterate, right? Just like when you're writing a book or something, you look at it and you say, I'm going to just make the modifications. I'm going to pivot here, turn there. You know, in my podcast, we have a moment we call when it didn't work. And I bring that up because I want people to see there are so many when it didn't work moments that can be just shifted, modified iterated, pivoted, and you can find success. Just don't give up. Yeah, I totally agree with you. So thanks for sharing that. And Phoebe, in your own words, how would you define self-confidence? You know, to me, self-confidence is about being able to persevere. And it's understanding, like I just spoke about, that success is a journey, not a state of perfection. And when you have that self-confidence, that allows you to be more free, be more curious, when you're in that state of understanding that I don't have to be perfect in this moment, I just have to take action, I have to imagine it and achieve it. And therefore, whatever I'm doing in this moment, I can allow myself to be free and be creative. Because what happens is self-confidence gets blocked, entirely blocked. And you create, uh, in one of the books I wrote, I talk about paralysis, you know, and you literally become paralyzed by fear. And that's the opposite of self-confidence, right? It's, it's that fear that gets inside all of us. And most of the time, that fear doesn't really exist, you know, false evidence appearing real, that type of thing, uh, the acronym for fear, if you will. So if you can live in a space where you say, I don't have to be perfect, but I do have to try and I do have to imagine it and I do have to believe. I should add that to it. Imagine you can achieve it. You also have to have that power of belief to really make the magic work. That's when you're truly self-confident because you can expose yourself. You can be vulnerable. You can be authentic, which is often an overused word in today's you know digital space, but it truly is an important word. Words. So being honest with yourself and honest with the people that you are speaking to. Thanks for sharing that great definition. I love how you, you know, said it doesn't have to be perfect because women, especially Asian women, we're so obsessed with perfection that 
we just have to go out there and do it. So thanks for sharing that again. And, you know, what was your life like before your discovery of self-confidence? You know, I don't want to say, let, let me just kind of rephrase it. Maybe self-discovery of, of self-confidence is a little strong because I think that it wanes, right? It it kind of ebbs and flows like the tide. Like sometimes it's really good. And then sometimes around that time of the month, it sucks. <laughs> so, you know, it's the kind of thing where I think when you have success in your life, you you build obviously more self-confidence. But how do you build that self-confidence when things are going wrong? And there have been so many when it didn't work moments for me that it's been a challenge. So before, I would say it's about learning to find that space in yourself and to persevere. That's why I added that as part of the definition, because when you don't have that self-confidence, which I think is what you're speaking about in this question, what what was it like in that space? You have to fill your head with good things and you have to do the things that set you up to achieve that. So a lot of people, maybe even you, the listener right now is in a space where you're floundering or you feel like you're floundering and you feel like you're down and you feel like there's no success happening in your life. And that's where truly journaling, truly listening to audiobooks, listening to podcasts like this one can help to build that self-confidence. So when there were those moments in my life, and it's not like I opened the door and unlocked the key and wow, now I'm self-confident, right? As I talked about the ebb and flow of it, it comes and goes. So when I open the door to it, I have to remember that door is going to close at times. I just have to remember how to unlock it again and walk through it. And that's walking through that fear most of the time. So that to me has been key. And the way I do it is, like I said, I fill my brain with only things that empower me. I mean, I'm, I come from the world of TV and there's a lot of, of different forms of TV from TV news to, you know, sitcoms to drama and, and then films. There's a lot of different stuff being created, but there's a lot of things I kind of execute a little bit of censorship for my brain. And that's that I don't watch really negative things. I really don't watch the news anymore, even though I spent so many years in that business. And that's because I can get my news in a, in a better way that doesn't inundate me with all this negativity that's going to then maybe depress me. You know, I feel I'm a little bit of an empath and so I absorb a lot. And when I absorb the negativity, it sort of puts me into that paralysis. So I have to wake up and read something good. I have to go to bed and listen to something good. And then I have to tell myself every day that I write the story to my life and my success. And if it's not going the way I want, well, get busy, writer, and change that story. Thanks for sharing that. You know, these are great reminders that you you mentioned, right? Um, doing the things that are positive, kind of taking out what's negative, and especially you know being in in the TV industry, like you mentioned, right? There's so much stuff going on, so much you're exposed to. But what was that aha moment when you realized, you know, like you can go out there and be the person that you want to be, create a change, and have that confidence? Like, was there any aha moments in your life? Oh, you know, I was working at 10 News and it was always my dream to be a newscaster and then maybe a correspondent, but I ended up getting married and having a baby in my 20s. And so I wasn't going to be, you know, going overseas anytime soon with a with a young baby. So I stayed in San Diego and during my time at Channel 10, I eventually evolved into many different things. So I branched out uh, with a segment called Keep Fit with Phoebe, which was a fitness segment that was on the air for a decade. And that was kind of fun. It branded me in a 
you know, healthy living space and allowed me to later start a site called theplantbaseddiet.com, which I run today. But I would say the aha moment as far as, you know, really making a difference in my career, I, I talked about that formula EC equals MC, was when I realized every company equals a media company. And I saw what was happening. So in the news, back if you recall when Columbine happened, and this is the real tragic shooting, and now it's sad to say, but there have been so many, right, that it's it's hard to count them and it's it's just horrific to count them. But this was at a time when there weren't as many school shootings and Columbine happened and we decided here in San Diego to get Stephen Covey involved and to do these different things to, and Stephen Covey, of course, has written, you know, had at that time written many books on leadership and family living and mission statements for families. And so we put together an event called 10 Leadership Day, and then we put together some forums where we brought that author out, a best-selling author, Stephen Covey, and he talked to families about how to stick together and, and make sure kids are on the right path. What I started seeing what was happening was I was actually working in a space as what was then called the Community Affairs Specialist. So I was still anchoring on the news, but I was reporting on the good things in the community on the impact that volunteer programs were making. So we put together this very large resource festival called 10 Leadership Day, 10 Leadership Day, and I uh, spearheaded that. And that was an event that brought together hundreds and hundreds of nonprofits and businesses. And we told stories about how the businesses were working together with the nonprofits to make a difference in the San Diego community and what that difference was making. So you can see this is where my business really takes shape today as a brand journalist, is that's the same thing that I was doing, you know, maybe 15 years ago, I'm doing today. And so that was sort of this aha moment that, wow. TV news doesn't have to just be all about drive-by shootings and chasing corrupt politicians and, you know, high-speed car chases. It can be about these moments where people are coming together and making a difference in the world. Now, that's a struggle to get that on the news, right? Because today, as we were just talking, Sheena, it's, it's really about the things that I just said, the drive-by shootings and the corrupt politicians. But everybody can be their own brand and everybody can be their own media company and they can broadcast on Twitter. They can broadcast even on Snapchat, on Facebook. You can go live. So today I teach brands how to do that, how to make podcasts, how to do video storytelling, how to make an internet TV and share your content. But most important, thinking about it with a think like a journalist mentality, coming at it from the curiosity side and telling the story that your consumers want to hear because that's what's going to be most relevant. Whereas a lot of brands, you know, what I discovered was a lot of brands, they just want to speak about their product or their service. But how is that really making an impact on the end user, the person consuming it? So that was the moment that I said, wow, this is kind of cool. Now, that was a long time ago that that aha moment occurred. YouTube didn't even exist at that time. There was no Facebook, no Twitter. It wasn't that easy to bring it to the internet. So I persevered. I started a, a flagship magazine online called Live Fit Magazine, which today is kind of absorbed into PCIN, Phoebe Chung Chua Internet Network TV. So PCIN.TV, you can see a lot of the work. And so I started this and I started seeing how brands really liked this and they didn't know how to do it. And that was when I realized there's a real need for this. And more important, it's a need that is really vital for the end user because this way they're getting true storytelling content, not marketing. Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing that. And I love that, you know, you use storytelling and news broadcasting as a way to promote 
good stories make a difference in people's lives, which is so important nowadays. And, you know, it's just great that we can go out there, especially in the world of the internet, we can go out there and be our own brand, create our own stories, create what we want to share and what represents us. So, um, you know, because of that, what's your life been like now? Well, it's always changing. <laughs> it's a pivoting, you know, as the market changes, you know, for instance, Blab, if you were on Blab for a while, I created on Blab and then all of a sudden Blab went bye-bye. So you constantly learn. And I guess as a journalist, that's the number one thing that I keep saying this word curious, but that's what made me a journalist. And that's still extremely relevant as a brand journalist. So my life is about... um you know, really just persevering, enjoying the journey, realizing you don't have to be perfect at it. Thanks so much. And those are some great um, insights that you mentioned. And, you know, to the woman who's listening to your episode, she may be in her own journey of self-confidence. What would be that one tip you would give to her? You have to believe in yourself. I've found that if you don't believe in yourself and you don't believe in what you're doing, you're not connected to the journey, you're not willing to do the time, you will not succeed because it's really hard to make others believe in you when you don't first have it in your core. So at this moment, when I say that, some people may say, well, oh, great, I'm really screwed then <laughs> because I don't believe in myself. That's okay because you can build that belief in yourself and you build that belief in yourself all the ways that we just talked about by filling your head with the good stuff. And today, more than ever, you have the opportunity to do that because you can listen to people like Sheena. You can listen to my podcast. You can listen to, you know, stuff that's professionally done by NPR and beyond. And you can fill your head and curate your own personal television or internet or digital station. And that, my friends, <laughs> is super cool because remember, the world I come from, we stacked the newscast. In other words, we decided what was most important for you to hear and see on television. And what we didn't think you should see or hear, we just didn't put on the air. We had the ultimate control. And today, you have the ultimate control. So that should give you the self-confidence to start to realize if I don't believe in myself to the degree that I want to, I can find the things that will help move me to that space, fill my head with it, and a habit forms. And that habit is believing in yourself and then also recognizing one final thing. And that's that. And I, and I have had my fair share of, like I said, when it didn't work moments and struggles and times when I felt like giving up, times when I would say I was in my darkest, darkest moments that I'm not proud of, but I pushed through and I recognize today that I'm here because often it's not as bad as you think the given moment is. And if you can remember that, that even though I'm in this bad space, it's really not as bad as I think it is. And if I do one thing, which is take action by believing in myself and feeling that, then I can move through this really bad when it didn't work moment and pivot and iterate and turn it into some great success. Thanks for sharing those amazing tips. And I totally agree with all of them, especially, you know, thinking that everything's always at the, the end of the world, but it's not, it's not as bad. We keep moving forward. It's gonna, you know, great things will happen to us. So thanks again. And if our listeners wanted to get to know a little bit more about you and what you do or check out your podcast, is there any links or social media profiles we can connect with? 
Absolutely. So very easy. Thinklikeajournalist.com. That's my uh, prominent brand. And that's where you learn all about marketing, branding, video storytelling, brand journalism. And then the other one is theplantbaseddiet.com. And that's all about lifestyle, eating right. You know, I cover all different kinds of things on that site and I give away recipes. Uh, and you can always hit me up at Phoebe Chung Chua. That's, uh, you know, the at symbol. Phoebe Chong Chua. No, it's a little difficult to spell, but if you get kind of close, I'm pretty searchable on the internet. So you can find me in lots of spaces and I would love to hear from you, take your questions, hear feedback on this podcast, help in any way that I can. Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing that. And our, to our listeners, if you want to connect with Phoebe, you can also head on over to the TaoSelfConfidence.com and search for Phoebe's name. Her show notes will pop up along with everything else that we talked about. And I just want to really thank Phoebe for taking the time today to share her story and tips with us on self-confidence. So thank you so much. It's my pleasure. Love what you're doing again. It's so important. Thanks for having me on. Not a problem. It was an honor having you on the show. And to our listeners, be on the lookout for another new episode of Another Amazing Woman's Journey to Self-Confidence. And we'll talk to you soon. Bye for now. Thank you for tuning in to another amazing episode of The Tao of Self-Confidence. Visit our website at thetaoofselfconfidence.com to check out cool resources, blog articles, show recaps, and so much more. Your inner journey to self-confidence awaits.